And welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 99.5 for Wednesday, <laughs> August 23rd, 2023. My name is Marty Saliva. I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Frost. Uh, Nick is out today dealing with uh, biblical floods and and the American Bi- healthcare Bib- system. Biblical bills. <laughs> biblical floods. Biblical Yo, bills. I'm here because my toilet works. Yeah. <laughs> You're here because you got a big hole that you can flush down. He's got one of those small novelty holes when you try to flush it down and it doesn't go down. Um, Welcome. Welcome to Breakout, everybody. We have a wonderful show for you today. Uh, Our main topic, as you can see, everyone's everyone's talking about their Baldur's Gates. Everyone's talking about their Armored Core. We're not talking about Armored Core because we didn't get Armored Core. Everyone's talking about their Starfields because also, let me tell you, people are just being real flippant with this Starfield embargo. I'm seeing so many thoughts and so many just opinions on Starfield. It's like, I'm not breaking embargoes. I'm like, yeah, you are. You're breaking embargoes. I find that a little annoying, honestly. I would I wasn't gonna say nothing. I was like, uh, this is my first year. I don't know if are we allowed to. I if jail. any mention even that the game exists comes yeah. out of me, I freak out. Everyone I don't want to be like, uh, who was it that was giving away Spider Man leaks? Uh, J Jonah Jameson. <laughs> sure, all of them. I don't know. It's like, oh, you weren't supposed to say that it even existed. I said, like, I don't hey, J. know. J Jonah Jameson is one person. I want to make sure you know that he just no, got three three names. people. It's three snitches. <laughs> J Jonah and Jameson. And Jameson. Um, yeah, everyone's talking about these big games, so we're gonna talk about some of the smaller games that have been coming out. Not even necessarily smaller. Not even Nestle, Nestle indie games, but just Nestle indie games. Delicious. Nestle. Uh, uh, Games that deserve a little bit more love that uh, are currently getting overshadowed by some of the biggies. And so that includes some indies, some games that uh, we've streamed, some games that Casey's reviewed. Uh, And so we're going to chat about those. And plus, we got some news stories. Uh, We got the full details of the PlayStation Portal. Not to be confused with Portal, the video game that we've been playing. It's the the PlayStation Portable. Or the PlayStation's <laughs> for Oh my God! Uh, the little handheld thing—it has a name, it has a price, it has a date, and it—it uh, it has some strange specs. So we're talking about that. Um, the standout trailer from yesterday, in my opinion, was Crimson Desert at the Gamescom thing, and I just need to talk a little bit more about that game because it is. Sure. You ever see something that's too good to be true? Yeah, and I think this Burger. Is a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this is a video game that's too good that. to be true. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then the news that uh, Charles Martinet, the longtime voice of uh, Mario and Mario's f- family, I don't know, I don't know what Wario and Waluigi are family the, enemies, I think. Yeah, the the voice of Mario's family and enemies uh, will no longer be playing the character and is now a quote Mario ambassador. Which I don't know if that's like an official UN thing and like what if he's tried for war crimes? Is that like? <laughs> Kung Fu, how Jack Black is the Kung Fu Panda ambassador because he only voices the English, but he goes on tour for like Japan and China and all of them. Uh, did Charles Martinet voice all the different languages as well? I mean, Mario just I don't know. does Mario speak? Yeah, Mario speaks English. Who's the is it gonna be Chris Pratt? Is it? I mean, I'm assuming no. Oh, because people people had already picked up on a, a sort of a change in the voice, uh, in that yeah. trailer for Wonder. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Nintendo did confirm that that is a new guy. Ooh. The fact that people um, people heard that trailer and was like, "That's not him. That's someone else saying Wahoo in a falsetto," made me realize I could never get away with a, a crime like murder. It's like someone would catch me. <laughs> like, that, is, that is insane. Because I heard that and I was like, "Yep, sounds like him to me." Sounds like my everyone's to me. like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna slow this down," and you can clearly hear that he's recording in a different room. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. And right off the bat, Tijikar, been a member for 13 months in the tip jar. 
Uh, after the Baldur's Gate 3 haze is lifted, I went back to finish Remnant 2 with friends, and the ending is uh, not good. Uh-oh. Casey, is that true? The the final boss fight is kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was it was similar. I don't know. It, it, I feel differently about that because the first game also kind of had a bad ending, but only because it introduced a bunch of mechanics that were much better than a lot of the other boss fights at that time. So like, it took me by surprise that it was so uh, in, intensive to kind of finish it there. So this was just more of that, except the ending was like very unfair in terms of like mm-hmm. the the encounter. Ooh, so unfair. I, I get That's it. That's a serious word. I get it. But uh, oh. I... I, overall, I still think it's a great time. And it's a game that's meant to be replayed. You're supposed to be like super powered and stuff. So like by the next time you get there, it probably won't be as big a deal. Also, every game is a bad ending. <laughs> every game's replayable. Every game's. Uh, except the ones that like, uh, the coolest games would be the ones that like delete after you. Yeah. Like true, true roguelikes. True those, rogues. Yeah, those are actual, actual rogues. No, I want a game that like you can't play it ever. Your IP banned, you can't. Like that's it. You can't Locked even play it. it a first time. You cannot be you... used again. Oh, oh okay. You <laughs> yeah, get malware. One I, I want malware. Meant, like, a game that you can never play. I'm like, I, I want a virus is. in my computer. Like it not only stops you from playing it, but it just breaks your computer. That's your game. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you can't play anything after this. Oh, See, totally. that's hardcore. I would not do that. I'm gonna be honest. That seems like too much work. Um, how are you guys doing? How's your how how is your was the, we're in the busy season. I mean, every season's the busy season. We'll just call this one of the other busy seasons. Are you guys doing well? It was 105 degrees here today. Let me tell you. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, get out it's of here. freaking hot. That is yeah, what I'm doing. I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot. It's buggy. Feels like I'm in the YMCA. I'm, I'm bumping vanilla ice. It's the 90s here. Did you ever do a lock-in, a sleepover at the YMCA? No. Not at the yeah. YMCA. I did that for not my high school, but a bunch of my friends' high school. And we, we did yeah. we performed. It was great. It was my best I liked yeah, my bed. <laughs> I like my bit. Yeah, you had to sleep. I had to sleep on like a gym mattress, which isn't that's not super comfortable. Don't do that. Um, I remember distinctly it was like there was, uh, I believe it was in middle school, and there was like a room with like video games and stuff. And then like the gymnasium was sort of like a dance. And I remember the room of video games smelled like farts. And then the gymnasium room was everyone was like a little bit middle school horny. And so I felt like a like nice dichotomy of like what life is is like. You got the room that smells like farts, but they're having fun. And then you got everyone over here who wants to be kissing. There you go. Yeah. Is that when you chose video games? Over, <laughs> or were you smoking How heaters you know? under the bleachers? How do you know? Yeah. Maybe that's what uh, I said. It took like a decade away from games. Maybe that was when I was like, let's, let's see what this kissing's all about. Yeah, well, and I got to a point where I was like, kissing's overrated. Well, there's too much kissing over, going on over here. There's too much. Where's too the much games kissing. at? I miss the farts. Over here with the fart boys or <laughs> air guys. Um, I don't think they were playing Air Guys. It'd be a weird game for them to be playing. That was the final. Do you guys remember Air Guys? God bless this ring. The fighting game made by Square, featuring characters from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, oh, no, not at all. It was always Smash because it had the most players that you could play it with at the same yeah. time. Yeah, I mean Smash was just uh, Air Guys, but better. Yeah, <laughs> Smash is really good. Okay, so we don't say this enough. Like a lot of people's favorite games are kind of dumb. Smash is really good. You have a good like favorite favorite modern game. Well, they, thank you. You play it weird. Yeah, yeah, you play it weird. I don't play it weird. weird. You play it weird. I do not 
Nintendo Outlaws is your style of play. They said yeah. no, no Evo. Do not show people that this is how no, you. No, Nintendo play it. stole yeah. it because they saw money. It was like, hey, we're gonna do the tournaments now, but then Nintendo doesn't know how to do tournaments, so yeah. <laughs> so everybody what? Hates them. My problem, so I go some when I go to the gym, I want to shoot some hoops, and then there's always sweaties where like we gotta play full court five on five, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to. I'll play horse. I'll play half court, but mostly I just want to shoot around by myself, and that's yeah. how I feel with Smash. Is I want to either play by myself. I want to play horse, which is just smash with items on. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why I, I don't feel like there's a wrong way to play smash, but there's a way I want to play smash and I want to play smash with other people who want to play that way. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. I don't there play any other games with that. Like women like that have like modes for like completely different audiences. Yeah, that has like hardcore and then fun. Most I should whole, oh, wait, like that keeps them separate or that. Well, say it? like so for us, you play a lot of smite. Is there yeah. like a casual smite mode that feels way different than like sweaty smite? That's what that's why I'm asking because they tend to be like ranked, you know, like even Siege or CSGO, they have their casual modes. But the yeah. problem is they don't balance for both. So that you're just kind of playing well what Casey has it being where it's just like uh turn the items off, right? So it's just like a few. Yeah, more like Smash is features. not smash does not cater to the yeah, competitive yeah scene. It's, it's not designed to be competitive <laughs> yeah. but they yeah. like sort of the competitive so scene kind of perseveres despite <laughs> with nintendo's decisions <laughs> yeah like right now i feel like uh the competitive sweaty thing if anything it's more like okay here's this guy being marty who just wants to play horse or shoot the ball around or whatever but All let's but everyone's got a little competitive spirit in them let's trick them into thinking that they're actually pretty good and so that way they'll actually ball five on five full court <laughs> i've a lot of competitive modes right now are just like kind of catering there's a few that do it pretty well like siege can get pretty freaking hot uh but i think others are sort of like look the numbers are going on you're doing great you have potential would that be the equivalent of like it's full court but we're lowering the rim to eight feet so like you could dunk? yeah it's just oh my god he just dunked on him yeah it's exactly that's exactly what it is uh, or Kings if you like because i could touch the rim uh, on my tippy toes yeah <laughs> kings yep. 42 brought up rocket league which i think is a really good example of that like mm. super competitive mm -hmm. but then, yeah they have a bunch of like fun yeah too yeah yeah when we've done uh like game night and like uh night with the top tier patrons and stuff there's like the wacky modes where it's like uh every shot is homing towards the goal right. or that the, every shot like creates holes in the ground and stuff and that's and to be honest that's fun rocket league because i'm bad at rocket <laughs> league and i like rocket league it makes me feel both a little bit can better be fun that's all okay we'll get we'll agree both could be fun we did it we reached across the aisle bipartisanship finally worked um, <laughs> <us in> politics <laughs> exactly uh this is you guys don't be watching the debate tonight just watch this instead because we oh, got the details on the playstation portal on now. yeah but the like it would be it would be no, I'm not gonna. You don't need that. You don't need that in your life. <laughs> I was gonna give you my thoughts on the debate. I'm like, yeah, probably don't need to do that. Uh, PlayStation Portal, something, another, another massive failure. Uh, <laughs> like it's so not even out yet. <laughs> PlayStation Portal. I know, and I'm probably gonna buy one. So I'm, I'm the problem. I'm a dummy. Uh, yeah, the PlayStation, tree. the PlayStation Portal uh, was announced. I'm gonna drop the the news. Uh, the news pit in here it is uh this was uh, formally revealed uh earlier this year uh however today it got uh, a full a full name in the portal it is going to be uh launching later this year for 200 dollars, and it is um it is ostensibly a wii u gamepad 
in terms of um, it needs to communicate with your PlayStation 5 that is on via Wi-Fi. So that could be in the house on the same network, or you could take it to like a coffee shop or to a hotel or to a friend's house or something and play. It's a nice looking screen. It, it And like that, it's pretty much it's controller is a snapped in half. Uh, DualSense. DualSense, mm-hmm. um, which, um, you know, has all, has all that stuff. It, look, it looks cool. The screen looks nice and nice and chunky. Um, uh, the, one of the weird things is it doesn't have Bluetooth. So you can't, it, it uses like a new weird proprietary uh, linking system, I believe called PlayStation Link. So you can't just like link it with Bluetooth headsets or anything, which right. I don't know. It just seems strange. This, like why? This is why, exactly... why does exactly. The same sort of BS Sony pulled with their last handheld and the one before it, where they they try to juice it up with all this Sony branded proprietary stuff that makes it much more expensive than it actually is out of the Mm -hmm. box. Because if you want all these things to connect to it, you have to buy more Sony crap and nobody wants that stuff. Good. (laughs) It feels like. It feels like in, it's when the PS4 controller came out, I think, with that pad in the middle where they're like, they mm-hmm. really want you to touch it, but they won't. And then they're like, make it bigger. How big? Just keep going. I'll tell you when to stop. Because I don't feel like it's a snapped you know, Wii U with a snap controller on the edge. No, it's whatever that was in the center just kept getting bigger. Yeah, it's just yeah. the touchpad reached its yeah. logical conclusion. I want to see. I feel like uh, uh, these need to be held to be fully appreciated or fully dunked on. Because the thing, the Wii U gamepad is so chintzy if you go back now, like especially compared to a Switch or a Steam Deck or pretty much any of those current handhelds. And yes, like it was understandably ahead of its time, uh, but it is so funny how how child that feels like a Fisher Price tablet um, when you hold it now. Because I went back and played like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on that, and it was yeah, it's not great. It was stupid. No, it's not great at all. Um, I mean, I, I will yeah. say if you're going to try and get try and transport a console experience to a handheld device i think it makes sense to just give you the like comfortable handles because that's one yeah, of my yeah. biggest gripes with the switch is that they they wanted this like very <laughs> easy to move around controller uh, option but like it's unplayable <laughs> in a lot of for a lot of people at least for me yeah um, like th- those are the worst controllers i feel like Nintendo's ever made with <laughs> my big man hands I mean, yeah. my hands are not <laughs> that big like i feel like i have regular sized human hands <laughs> These massive mitts of mine. Oh, uh, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I didn't read it, but I just assume it has a headphone jack. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think they're that crazy to where you can't just plug in normal headphones. Although tech, these tech companies have, have done that before, so I guess I can't be sure, but I'm, I'm relatively sure. I mean, how um, many, how many actual cell phones today just did away with the headphone jack? Like people yeah, don't, like most people don't have regular headphones yeah, anymore. Yeah. So you're forced to not be able to use the thing like unless the they go get it. PS5 this. controller has a regular headphone jack, so if you just snap it in half, it depends on where they snapped it in half. If yeah. it snapped it, what if it's just like the two halves of the circle really far away? Oh, God. We really, yeah. Has Xbox uh, announced their rebuttal? Are they going to take an old Xbox controller and just put a big screen in the middle? Put a big old screen on the dookie? Yeah. No, I think their rebuttal has been xCloud or whatever. Yeah, and, like, like that, you that streaming anything service you works. Yeah. You can use your phone, yeah. Um, and weirdly enough, th- this PlayStation Portal does not have access to any of Sony's streaming stuff. Like, this is legit yeah. just a hardware accessory for the PS5. 
Yeah, so you are only going to be playing the games that you own digitally or a game that is, I guess, in the disk drive on your PS5. Mm -hmm. You can't use it to stream any of the streamable games like uh, like all the PS3 classics and PS... I think just the PS3 classics are all the ones that are on um, PlayStation right. Plus are all right. streamable. So like that was, that's the whole thing with the like Sly Cooper collection is like you can play it on a PS5, but you have to stream it. So that kind of makes it a little more difficult. Uh, the hands on impressions of this said it was it felt seamless, like in terms of it felt like there was no latency, which is good because any bit of latency, I think, is sort of a death knell for these things. Um, and like the Wii U gamepad didn't have any latency and that was. 10 years ago and terrible so uh, i think it's adorable look at it it looks yeah. like novelty gamer gear right so like you just got a pizza and you cut it with your star trek pizza cutter and you're gonna put it on your little playstation serving <laughs> tray like it's adorable i don't know uh, if it'll be any good but that, no. those are my thoughts here it's like that's cute yeah tariel uh, in chat is saying that the, the playstation vita could already do what this thing is doing it did but yeah it was a, it was a separate console and just but had also had its own games and you could download yeah. games onto it they and, cut out yeah. any any ideas of this being a separate entity and just like this is a peripheral but like yep. it's 200 dollars and it's dumb it's 200 and it's dumb <laughs> yeah yeah one the price too <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just stupid <laughs> yeah uh if sony wants to, sony should just send me, send me one i'm the master of playing things while not paying attention to either the game or the other thing i'm doing so sony should just, just send me one Please, please. Do, we, do we not get reviewed? Don't listen to the previous uh, <laughs> segment. Where we yeah, prove us wrong, Sony. Send us, send us one and prove send that us all. not dumb. Send us, the, send the entire crew of of uh, episode ninety nine point five with your PlayStation portals. Um, oh, and Comjin Ninja asked, uh, "Is it fully portable? Does it need to stay near the PS five? No, it has uh, Wi Fi connected, so it is not fully portable. You can't play it at the park, but you could play it at a hotel. But then your console will turn on." I think that's the whole thing. So, like, I don't know. What are we doing there? Yeah, Wait, how far I don't know. Testing, uh, like, I sure mean, if it's by Wi Fi, it shouldn't be, but like, distance. You, if it's streaming from the device, I'd assume they would both have to be on the same Wi Fi network. Like, if you no, can, use, no. no, you can just use this outside no. of your house. You don't have to, like, yeah, VPN or whatever. You don't need to, Jesus, no, that sounds like you're doing crimes. Yes, you're watching Casey. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, you gotta I mean, watch that's a, that's a little better like, than UK what I was thinking, then. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's gonna, I guess it'll depend on the strength of your home Wi Fi and then the Wi Fi wherever you are. So if you're at a hotel with crummy Wi Fi, it's probably gonna be a bad experience. If you're, I don't know, somewhere with good Wi Fi, if you bring it to your significant other's house, or your parents' house, or something, and everyone has, has good Wi Fi, then everything should be fine. So um, I'm I'm kind of here with Billiam Jolly. What if it gets cracked and they find out that it's actually really good for emulation or something or other? You know, what if the hardware itself is, is pretty crazy, but the way they're using it is a little stupid. So I can get behind that. I'm almost expecting uh, if it doesn't right completely away. suck. My last like silver lining is they found a way to crack it, and it's actually better than most emulation tools on option. I mean, does it like it can't run anything on its own, right? Like it's it's just mirroring the PS5, right? Yeah, like that's what. I'm actually curious, like, what is inside this thing? I always wondered, like, what is inside of a Wii U gamepad? Like, what do we got going on in here? <laughs> right. And it's always going to be like the Wii U gamepad was strong enough to, like, it was stronger than the, the computer that sent us to the moon or something. It's filled with Lego bricks. <laughs> That's what's inside. Filled with Miyamoto's blood. 
coursing oh. through its veins like that weird 40 year old dude who keeps drinking his son's blood i don't think he drinks yeah, it, some, but it's still weird what does he do with it he, like it's, it's he like puts it into him like he yeah. just blood transfusions himself no that's you just the, the other parts of his body drinking it you can't you can't just like if you need a blunt transfusion you don't just drink the blood money i thought <laughs> you said blunt i thought you said a blunt transfusion don't, don't, and i was like yeah. oh yeah Switch <laughs> i don't drink that either oh he's here he's <laughs> here um speaking of blunt transfusions uh this crimson desert trailer we didn't there's no hypothesis at the end we didn't come to a conclusion <laughs> at the end of playstation portal um what is this thing? What was there? i'm gonna be curious what does baldur's gate 3 feel better on the ps5 version via the playstation portable or the steam version via steam deck someone go find that out <laughs> i don't think <laughs> i don't think this thing's out yet so no one could do it but yeah someone go someone go do that uh crimson desert Ooh. uh this is the newest game by pearl abyss who's known for uh, what was that black desert online is that the name of the game yeah so like oh the, is it no really pretty yeah. mmo real born uh <laughs> uh crimson desert was shown off uh, uh, fully yesterday at the Game Awards. This is the South Korean developer who also is working on Dokavi, the game Casey and I cannot wait for, but we'll have to because it's not real. Yeah, they won't. Um, they won't finish that game. They, refuse they won't to finish that game. Um, this is the game uh, that its trailer. They would show a little bit. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is like sort of just a little game. And I'd be like, oh, it's a little bit like Dragon's Dogma. And then they're jumping from Sky Islands. I'm like, oh, this is like a little like Tears of the Kingdom. And they're climbing monsters. And I'm like, oh, this is a little bit like Shadow of the Colossus. And then their horse drifted. And I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, and the right. trailer just kept going on. And I'm like, this is every game. You've yeah, just was, made every game. Was, that was a lot of this what was game. going on with the Dokavi trailer. It was like, oh, this yes. is Pokemon. Oh, this is Breath of the Wild. Oh, this is Streets of Rage. This is like, what's happening yeah. here? It's really impressive to watch. <laughs> but with the caveat that, like, this isn't real. I don't know. Dokavi's not real. I think. I gotta stop saying that. Like, can you get in trouble for just, like, making outlandish claims? No, like, they... I, no I one has put yet. hands on that game. Yeah. Until I get to play it on my PlayStation Portal, I'm not gonna believe it exists. <laughs> um, What do you... What, 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 how do you guys feel? I get excited this, when I see cool stuff. Not because I ever think... I have no... I do not think this is a game, if it ever comes out, that I will spend a lot of time in. Like, I'm kind of... But I still get excited to see things like this. Because I'm like, this is like a lot of cool shit. Like, I, I, my eyes like seeing this. And, like, it kind of feels like a... Feels like a, a glimpse into a few... You know how, like, sometimes they'll be like, the city of the future, like Epcot Center. Right. And you're like, this is cool looking. This is not what anything's gonna look like. This isn't a real place. No one wants to live here. But, like, it's it's neat to visit. I suppose until it's like watching old films from like the 1940s and they go this is what 2020 will look like and it's yeah. like jesus christ what have you done it's like with some weird steampunk vibrator on his car yeah like, like okay no so while it looks cool in the moment j just knowing that we've probably overshot and gone the wrong way with it like uh mm -hmm. Maybe it inspires someone though it's like oh why did you make this game i was so disappointed by this trailer i watched because it wasn't real so i made it <laughs> yeah like get it whatever yeah. whatever entices creativity i'm all for it and that's kind of how because i know some people say how can they show these things in trailers that aren't in the game and they get around it by it's their creative arts they are creative arts of expression about the game so i was like whatever whatever draws inspiration man whatever yeah. gets you going yeah there, there's how a term of uh, vertical slice where like yeah a team 
like they have a concept of what they want the game will be and they work on like maybe the climax section <clears throat> and they just build that like no other systems around it they just build that scenario to show people mm-hmm. to basically get them excited or to get funding like hey this is what we want to do and it's a really tiny bit of the big picture and that looks yeah. great and then they never get around to finishing everything around it because like making yeah. games are really hard yeah it's ostensibly like a proof of concept right so like yeah a lot um, of this could be that like running in the no, most just, optimal environment possible Mm. but like like if you turn around there's nothing behind you like this is like <laughs> this is like ostensibly you're looking at a stage yeah um, I, I don't know like i i can't especially because it's this say like uh pearl abyss no that yeah pearl abyss the developer yeah pearl abyss. yeah like yeah. they keep doing this exact thing so like i can't get excited again like i <laughs> like it's always one. this same thing i can't yeah. love like again. They, they have yeah. to put out something concrete for me to even care a little bit um so, yeah yeah until they until they give me dokuvi i would not forgive them. <laughs> it's funny because we used to see this from like when you talk about vertical slices that used to be a really big deal um with a lot of big western studios we saw uh-huh. that, like infamously uh kills on two when they first showed it off for the ps2 um right its demo so clearly wasn't real yeah it was like very clearly not real like just the way the character was moving in first person like you're like this isn't how a video game looks uh and they got a lot of flack because when the game was finally shown off it was good looking it just wasn't nearly what that looked like um and it seems like a lot of the big developers and publishers have gotten further and further away from that because they know like if we show this off like this two years down the road people are just going to put a side by side and be like what the fuck is this and it's ultimately like a net negative press at the end um so i'm curious a thing like that like what I don't know what 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 sparks a demo like this. And maybe we're just wrong. Maybe like this is there, what the game is going to look like. There's that chance as well. Like yeah. Maybe they're they're tapping into some next gen juice that that none of the other games are tapping into. It's like the, uh, the, the the desert yeah. franchise. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves the desert franchise. Yeah, Black Desert, Crimson Desert. What's next? Like yeah, well, yeah, that, that is a game that they have made that exists, right? And Black Desert mm-hmm. does uh, look very pretty. Like it has a lot of the same like flash and flare that is going on in like this trailer or whatnot. Uh, yeah. But it's it's kind of empty in terms of gameplay. Like that game's not fun. Like I tried it out and was very I was bored very fast. Because you don't <laughs> yeah. like MMOs. True. That is true. But uh, I've I've also heard from people who were playing it for a lot longer that like it didn't <laughs> it didn't get better. But again, I'm not an yeah. MMO guy. So like, but this this sort like the thing like this sort of thing was more of an action adventure thing. Is something I could get behind. But like coming from them, I would need to see it. I would need to feel it to like actually sure. get excited. Yeah, it's I'm like all... uh, what is it? Black Myth, the yeah, Wukong game. Black, Wukong. Black I was, Wukong. And, and then that they made the another one. Book. <clears throat> yeah, and and then I was like, "Aren't you excited for this other Eastern Souls?" Like, I was like, "I would like one first, <laughs> like a sample, just before I can get excited anymore." Yeah, you can only give Black me so many of these. I got a trailer yesterday, and it looked yeah. really cool. Yeah, like, and they like showed more together. of the combat. But again, like they didn't. Those trailers rarely show. Here's a ten minute chunk of gameplay with a HUD with a player clearly fucking up a little bit. Like if I see someone fuck up, that's how. If they want to trick me, they gotta put they gotta script someone fucking up into their scripted demos. That's how you get me to be like, oh. You, you just said you you couldn't detect the difference in Mario, and you'd be bad at detecting murders. 
So is that effort? Well, I'd be bad at doing. I don't know if I'd be better at doing murders or trying to solve murders. I like to think I'd be good at solving murders, but everything I've said and all the evidence (laughs) in my life points to me being really bad at it. I'd probably uh, just be the one murdered. Oh, there you go. I was thinking like of the that one journalist who showed us footage of Redfall, though. He showed us how heinous it handled. Mm-hmm. And we still didn't believe him. I, I don't know if God showed up in front of you and said, "I'm God," you just walk by him, you yeah. crazy man. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to believe things with our own eyes. Uh, yeah, demos. Yeah. We, we talked about this before. Just give us demos. Put it in my hand or demos. There you go. Yeah, give us demos. You know what? Great demos. There's a demo for Europa. That game. Have you have you guys been following Europa at all? The band. Uh, the no. Country. Is that the band no. Europe? Oh, there you go. Uh, Europa, I believe it was a former like artist at Blizzard. I'm putting it in the chat. Uh, and it's this really like almost like a Ghibli looking, a big old open world um, Breath of the Wild, more like adventure kind of game uh, has been shown off in a couple things. Looks really fucking cool. Um, a demo just got released earlier today on, um, oh, on yeah. Steam. I tried to play it on my Steam Deck, but it was like, you need C++. And I was like, that's too many letters. For oh, yeah, there was, like, oh, there was only one letter yeah. in that. I can't be doing it. <laughs> I can't be doing that. I got a D minus on my Steam Deck. Math as well. Uh, do oh, th- That's actually a tangent for later. Go on. Go on. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm excited to play this, this Europa game because this is a game I've been, that I first saw and I was like, ooh, this looks too good to be true. And now we can we can see if it's too good to be true. If I get the rest of my C's and pluses, then everything will be fine. Uh, so I'll be probably playing that uh, on my PC like a like a Jagaloon. Um, oh. Fungus Finder with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much, Fungus Finder. Bring back shareware. Put your faith in the people. It's funny. More people are bringing up shareware uh, as as a, a, a sort of a comparison to Baldur's Gate three. I'm hearing people are comparing uh, how early access was Act one comparing the oh that that first act how polished it is compared to apparently the further you get into Baldur's gate it's it's some of the polish wears off some of the sort of open-endedness wears off a little bit I'm using the word apparently because i haven't played the game i don't even know i don't know what's going on with that game allegedly. but but allegedly yeah again i can't i can't be convicted of these crimes i'm using the word allegedly um which was kind of a shareware thing where it'd be like here's the first act of the game it's free and then if you want to buy it you could pay for the rest of it and the first act was like clearly we put all the we put like all the time and effort into this first act and then you buy the rest of it and you're like i've been bamboozled it's like that drawing of like game of thrones season one through five and and it's like a beautiful horse and then at the end it's like a child's drawing of a horse um so yeah, that's our that's our shareware cycle right now. And thank you so much, Fungus Finder. Remember, all of the donos um, right now are going towards Casey and I playing Devil May Cry, which yeah. um, is a series about vampires. Yes, are they all vampires? They're all vampires, right? Sure. What's like his that, name? Like that forty-year-old Swedish guy. What? Who's the main protagonist? What's his name? Dante. There's Dante. There's his brother. You just Virgil. played Dante. Yeah, they're named after the, the the Divine Comedy characters, oh, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of heaven motifs. Like, why, are they, why are they in leather? Why are they hot? Because you know, heaven, hell. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Bangers. Okay. Yeah. Um, leather is. I don't know. Well, who's wearing leather? I had a leather coat once. It was uncomfortable. It's cool looking. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan of leather. I wouldn't. I would yeah. never buy a car with leather seats. Yeah, I like, wouldn't want that too. If it gets too sticky, and then you're like skin sticking like the, to it. The temperature right now, you die in your car. And drive naked in this car. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm not talking about naked. Sometimes I got my games Are you out. Sticking? All right. 
I just got my gam. I actually never have my gams out. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm jeans, jeans for life. It was 137 degrees, and I wore jeans to the grocery store today, and I was sweating like a dog. This man, can't wear my chaps. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <For that> I cruise. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we had uh, one last news story, and it was uh, Charles Martinet, the the great, the voice actor behind not only Mario, but he played like a dragon or something in Skyrim. Hmm. Yeah, he's the fake. dragon in Skyrim. He's like, the, he's like the Skyrim dragon. I like believe. the main, the, the main. Is the dragon of... called? Is the dragon called Skyrim? No. Yeah, the dragon oh, called Skyrim. There's, no, it is not. Like a fish called Wanda. Um, but uh, he, the voice of Mario, he's been the voice of Mario since I believe before Mario sixty four. I don't know if he was like in the the voice of Mario and like Mario teaches typing and Mario's missing and shit. Anyways, the voice of Mario, long ass time, an acclaimed voice actor, is uh, stepping away from the role, and it sounds like uh, the the, um, the the press release that came out made it sound like it was like an amicable split. Obviously, he's getting old. Uh, Nintendo was thinking about the future. Um, he's going to remain an, a Mario ambassador. I don't know what that means. Like, bring him out at E three or packs. Yeah, stuff it, so- like it that. sounds like he he's still going to be tied to the company. Uh, like, they'll probably send him two events. Like, mm-hmm. like, hey, this is the voice of Mario. Or at least he's allowed to go to events of his own volition and represent them as long as he yeah. adheres to certain rules or whatever. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. still going to be paying him. Yes. Um, That's it, another thing. I don't know how royalties work in games. Like, if they re-release, <laughs> I don't know, a fucking game on Switch Online or, like, re-release, like, you could just buy, if you could just buy Mario Galaxy 2 on Switch. He voiced him in Mario Galaxy 2. Like, does he get money from that? I'm I assuming no, it. right? Yeah, I doubt I'm it. I'm assuming no. If actors don't get money in any of that stuff, I can't imagine, like, you know, if Hollywood actors don't, I can't imagine voice actors do. Yeah, like, remember that whole big kerfuffle with the voice acting situation with Bayonetta? Like, they, they just do. paid you, it seems like. You get a flat I fee, do. and then they yeah. put you on your merry ways. What yeah. Like. Yeah, I'm curious with a thing like this, if... Um, Nintendo, like what the behind the scenes? I'm sure there's, you know, there's always behind the scenes stuff. We're never going to know the full story. But like Nintendo seems like they found some sort of an amicable middle and avoided any like, sort of drama because like they don't want drama. Yeah, yeah they yeah. don't want this like sweet old man that everyone loves saying Wahoo and be like, Wahoo, they didn't pay me. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah, sad Wahoo. <laughs> yeah, sad Wahoo. Speaking of a sad Wahoo, though, um, a story today, Ben Starr, who's the voice of Clive in Final Fantasy 16, who's really, uh, he's just, he seems delightful. He's someone I didn't know existed before Final Fantasy 16. And now he's just, he's showing up a lot of pods. He's got a very, very funny social presence. He clearly plays a lot of games. Um, he released a little video that is his um, his, his his audition real, to take his, uh, uh, yeah I, I his saw audition <laughs> his audition for Mario uh, I put his his tweet in there everyone check that out uh, it is pretty much Clive as Mario and it is great and it is really <laughs> funny to hear the actual like enunciation of Mario's weird noises in a very serious. <laughs> Uh, voice and uh, it's great and this is what I want Mario to be going forward it probably won't be but uh, this is what I want Mario to be going forward I just hope Nintendo um, responds in some way yeah bring, on, like, bring him on like Nintendo of America just tweets out no 
no. No. <laughs> Miyamoto starts a Twitter account to say no and then just closes the Twitter account. No. Uh, or, or just Kojima's him. I watched it. Oh my god, I am so glad you mentioned Kojima. Kojima You're had the well, weirdest Kojima what? had the weirdest tweet like two hours ago. Jesus, and I was like, I'm gonna bring panic. it up to the boys. <laughs> the boys the boys are gonna love this Kojima tweet. Uh Kojima, so remember when I was doing my investigations, it was when you were Kojima trying to was on the jet. <laughs> yeah, so Kojima was on a plane. It turns out, I believe he went to like Bosnia to a wedding. I don't know. Don't ask me. Uh, I put a picture in the chat. Or a link to his picture. <laughs> Kojima just tweets out this picture. It's just Kojima at a wedding, which is a bunch of babes. <laughs> Kojima's just hanging with babes. <laughs> just, wait, what? What is he doing? Well, he's just at a wedding. Is he married? I know nothing of this man. He's, yeah, he's married. He has several children. These are not films. <laughs> Yeah, you, so he's at a wedding. I don't know he's wedding, but it's just, I just found it funny. He's just taking pictures. He's just got like he's just no, little he's good. He's, good uh, on Koji. Look, look at them shoes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the fit. Look at the boy. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, what um, his two hundred dollar Kanye shirts looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Koji was. Koji was. want to grow up to be. The funniest thing is like Kojima is like a just a family man like he's got a wife and kids and like has a very normal life just not that we see which i kind of like normal dude Um, also if you uh want more on the history of kojima and you are a member you can watch metal gear legend the incredible new series uh first episode by uh javed goodblood one of the newest members of our video team. It's going out to everyone, I think, later this week. Uh, it has a look into sort of what Kojima's fascination with war and anti-war messages and how that stemmed from him and his relationship with his dad growing up, uh, which is it was fascinating. It was an amazing video. Like, great. I learned stuff about Kojima, and I thought I knew everyone about Ko- everything about Kojima because I follow his Twitter, and I just, I like every single picture that comes out. I'm like, this is great. I like it. I like it. Like, I do, I cannot slam, like, buttons fast enough on this guy. It was very nice. Yeah, I have not seen it yet, but I, I was really excited. I want to. It's great. It's great. Pour, like pour yourself like a, a cranberry juice. Relax. How do you know what I have in my fridge? <laughs> oh, do you have? I bought some cranberry juice. Today. I, I, so just I think it's delightful. It is so good. Cranberry juice is like an antioxidants, my boy. Exactly, They're amazing it's, for you. Like I, I hate I'm trying to get rid of this dry patch of skin on my forehead that only shows up on this camera. Put some cranberry <laughs> juice on it. That's what I hear. Just rub it on there. Yeah. I gotta get some of that, some of that Swedish blood. What? <laughs> that Swedish so like man's Swedish fish. Swedish, Swedish no, the fish Swedish blood. man's child blood. Get, oh. Find his kid on Tinder and then. Oh, that guy. Oh, I. Find mm. <laughs> a child of your blood. Uh, and Mandevil, yeah, Mandevil found out I have a little camera in your fridge. <laughs> I like seeing what's going on. I like keeping tabs. Well, I don't know. Excuse me. Those eggs are not free range. I see what, what you're doing. doing. Uh, oh, whole milk! Wow, really? You're going there? Um, I can't. Fat I can't, cock. I can't do a whole milk anymore. Fat, neither can I. I'm a one percenter now. <laughs> not when it comes to money. I promise you. Not when it comes uh, to money. I haven't, I haven't had milk in a long time. Whoa. Really? Not even like fake milk, like oat milk or goat or like. I've uh, had like coconut milk. milk and stuff like that, but not routinely. I used to be about it, but then it was when I was getting into voiceover work that it's just like I had some roles I had to consistently do, and dairy was like just going up the works. So by the time I was done, which was like a six month thing, I just kind of did pick the habit back up. Yeah. Huh. So whenever it's like, oh, it's whiskey and cigarettes, it's it's no dairy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got you got 
<laughs> no, uh, no more tugs for you. No more drinking vodka and milk. Yep. Uh, oh, fat cock with a five dollar dono. Thank you, sir. Welcome, Frost. What was that show uh, about the reform Chicanos called? Uh, this fool. It's on Hulu. Yeah. There you go. Here we go. Let me grab that real quick. This fool. This Look fool. Yep. Look at that. This fool's here. Um, is that like comedy? Is it jokes? Good jokes? It, it, it is comedy because I said I love I love Atlanta. And Casey, you put me on to it was like Atlanta, but in New York. I think it was New York. New York? Or New Jersey or Boston. I don't know. But it's reservation. No. Nah, <laughs> That is not that is not anything like not that. No, but they're like a moving company or something. Oh, uh, Chicago. Chicago, uh, there you crap. go. Yeah. I can't remember what the show Southside? is. Southside? Southside? Don't know. Okay, yeah. No, but, but I, I was looking I was looking for one that was similar to that, but Hispanics, because the ones I keep watching, they're they're almost a, more like hitting on Mexican Americans than straight up Mexican immigrants. Uh-huh. And, and so I've, I've just been looking, been looking. Lopez v Lopez doesn't do it for me, and then I find this on Hulu, and I was like, this is pretty like straight up. These are my uncles. <laughs> <laughs> These are the people I grew up with. Yeah, it's called This Fool. It's great. It's very. Um, showing the relationship between these two guys who are in their 40s one of them helps chicanos uh out of prison rehabilitate themselves and his cousin's one of them and sort of that like what's going on it's it's just so strange because it's it's got sort of existentialism and what it is growing up you have episodes where they're like yeah let's fight let's fight right now let's go to the park show up let me go get my boys what happened to my boys he died fool diabetes <laughs> you know and, and oh. that like they're aging and at the end yeah. they're like oh maybe we shouldn't fight you know and their homies are looking down on them <laughs> like, right. that sounds incredible it, yeah cool. it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny oh hulu look at hulu what? gift that keeps on giving yeah who's got some mm-hmm. little gems on there got some absolute bangers yeah reservation yeah. dogs that's not that that's a weird tangent but that's a incredible show highly recommend to everybody um you want to move on to the main topic uh, sure, why not? Uh, recent games that mean more loving. <laughs> I don't have like a segue or anything. Um, yeah, we were talking about earlier. Um, it feels like this year we've been moving from big game to big game constantly. Sometimes we have several big games. In or better or worse. You know. Or better or worse. There's no time to breathe. There's no time to like take pause and be like, what kind of what kind of little guys we got going on out here? Or like maybe some of these double A or maybe some of these games that aren't top tier get a little spotlight on them we just haven't had that especially since like the spring i mean we had jedi survivor going into zelda going into diablo street fighter and final fantasy and baldur's gate now we got starfield and then we got we're gonna have mortal Kombat. we're gonna have sea of stars we're gonna have armored core and then we got spider-man i'm just gonna keep naming games all of a sudden it's next year they're already announcing games for february and i'm like what are you doing there's too many there's too many games coming out we got we to gotta clear space for Suicide Squad and the Justice League. Oh, Please shit. don't. Um, just cancel. Just cancel it already. The best thing at my age is canceling plans. Just <laughs> I'll pre-order the cancellations. <laughs> yeah, the gaming industry the is, a, is at millennial age now. So, yeah. I can yeah, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm not going to. Listen, like a month ago, I was very excited for this. And now the day has come and I have dread. <laughs> I don't want to leave the house. Um but uh, we wanted to take some time to to shine a little light on on some of the smaller games that we've been um, we've been really enjoying throughout the year, uh, in, including some of the stuff we've uh, reviewed. So we could probably just go. We could just do some circles on this. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about was Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Uh, just came out. It is the spiritual successor to uh, Jet Set Radio. 
It is by Team Reptile. That is not, it's not one of those games where like the creators of the game form their own studio, like, mm-hmm. you know, Bloodstained or Mighty Number no. 9 or anything or Ukulele. Uh, this is a team that just grew up and loved, um, loved Jet Set Radio. And uh, of all the games I mentioned, this is the one that feels the most like the third installment in that series. Like this doesn't feel like we took that and added our own twist. It feels like you guys understood everything about this at a molecular level. Like you understood how these characters are supposed to move and you made it better because you're not using a Dreamcast controller in 1999. <laughs> like you're using, uh, you know, modern uh, technology. Mm, I love that. Uh, the game is great. Just came out. It's on currently on Steam and Switch only. <laughs> um, if you were, if you guys aren't familiar with Jet Set Radio, it was uh, uh, originally a Dreamcast game. The sequel was on um, Xbox. It was a Sega game that was like sort of at that uh, sort of counterculture game movement where you had like Tony Hawk and and then you had this which was about um it was about like ruffians in Tokyo who are fighting the man and the law by uh by going around and spray painting things and you almost have each level almost has a like escalation like a GTA esque uh escalation where the more you spray paint the more your wanted level goes up and it goes from like uh, uh like dumb cops to a sergeant with a big old gun to like helicopters chasing you yeah. uh yeah, this game, uh, the levels the levels uh, feel great. Your character feels great. Um, they added like a couple different characters have different uh, vehicles. So instead of just inline skates, uh, some characters are on BMX bikes, some are on uh, skateboards. You can just with a flick of a button, get off your bike. And like so that makes like very precise movement and like mild platforming super easy. Um, it's fun. It's it's I'm having an absolute blast. Uh, do you, uh, do I'm, you think, I'm sorry. Do you think someone who didn't come from the jet set previous games could get into this or is it that's a, mostly nostalgia fueled that is a great question i don't think I'll it's do nostalgia it. fueled yeah try it we it's it's in the account um with the caveat that it is a little slow to start i think my one peeve against the game so far is it's a little heavy on story and i didn't need that and like <laughs> the story isn't bad but yeah. like there's just people just be talking and I'm like, I don't, I just want to be skating. I don't want to be talking. It'd be like if Tony Hawk was like, I feel like some of the later Tony Hawk games, they did like, yeah, like, have a story uh, mode. Like thug like, and thug two, like yeah. there's a whole thing happening. American yeah. Like, was no, perfect. Yeah. What about the one with the board ride? <laughs> no, that was oh. bad. That was Down, bad. Downhill jam. First yeah. one for week. Pro- Project Downhill 8 was really good. Yeah. Like that, uh, that one was like cinematic. Project 8 was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that felt like the best like mix of like, old school like just like fun time attack stuff and then like a little bit of the open world stuff i wouldn't have like, that back like project yeah. eight liked the culture though i like think the project culture. eight was the better game but it was like a little sterile you know because you got freaking Goldfinger on the first one and, and even thug for as like, exposition heavy as it was it still had a sort of culture mixing in with jackass obviously yeah it was very jackass, uh, project eight was a bit more like <laughs> mm, it's the gentleman skaters game yeah, I don't know. Project Eight just seems so refined. Like I, I just in my brand doesn't have like the slow black and white you. intro. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. this game. and they they had that feature where like you could just slow down your board and like control the board manually to do like crazy nonsense. Yep. That game was great. <laughs> I it forgot about that entirely. Feels to me like when you chart a like a musician's career, especially like a rapper. Uh-huh. And so you chart Jay-Z's career. And at the beginning, he's talking about stuff that you can kind of relate with. And then now he's talking about, like, renting out the Louvre. And you're like, what? <laughs> Maybe that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can't do that. Yeah, like, wait, yeah. wait, like what, what's happening there? And it's, like, still the same. Like, almost maybe this is a little too fancy, like a little too overproduced. Yeah. 
But yeah. usually, though, the best like video gamey one, because I remember in the first one, you'd have to just find the secrets or the other ones, you just find the secrets and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in this one, you could literally go through the menu and it'll show you a little video of how to do the thing. And I was like, that's cool because I don't yeah. have to find a guide. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Project 8. I haven't thought about Project 8 in a long yeah, time. Yeah, in a very no, long time. That, that, yeah. that game existed. Uh, and speaking of the A, 3MR is in the works. Uh, for Project uh, Bomber Cyber, no, mm-hmm. for oh. <laughs> Bomber Cyber, hey, we're doing those retro three MRs. Yeah, I don't know what the Project Eight anniversary is. The anniversary for that one. Hey, we'll just call it Project Eight. Could be a hidden gem. Doesn't matter. <laughs> People are always like, "That's not the definition." Hey, who it's the hell made is up. Tony Hawk? Is real? It's made up. People don't it's know. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, John Believe been a member for thirty nine months. Happy hundredth breakout, the boys. Thank you, the John Believe. Uh, we appreciate correction. This is episode ninety nine point five. Ninety nine point five. Yeah. Favorite radio station. There it is. Um, the Brinks. Uh, well, who's, uh, we'll do a little Ron Robin. Frost, what do you got? Give us uh, yeah. drop a drop a goodie for us. First one I got on here, Rusted Mott is a platforming Metroidvania. I believe I reviewed it. I did review it. I did yeah. a 3MR at the start of the year. Um, it's it's sort of, it's got, it's got all the staple stuff that you could want, but then they actually go and do something crazy by giving you this grappling hook. And as much as the shooting is a big staple of it, the bunging is so satisfying and it is just physics-based platforming and then it combines everything in the boss fights that actually kick your ass if you don't want to use the accessibility options the way i do i think playing blasphemous 2 really made me go wow i'm gonna go play rusted moss again because blasphemous 2 i said is pretty solid pretty solid stuff but it just almost played it a little too safe it's a better game than blasphemous one but blasphemous one you remember being kind of gross it was the first tony hawks whereas you know blasphemous two is project eight in a sense but it's like i kind of want you to go a little crazy i kind of want you to do a little something something like i will forgive um a little polish for experimentation i'm completely willing to get that trade off and i think rustin moss is just one of the uh, one of the better metroidvanias uh, i think i saw ign's review of blasphemous 2 and they said it's it's solid it's an eight it's the best you're gonna get until hollow knight i don't think so i think uh rusted moss will keep you until silk yeah there you go absolutely so that's the that's my one of the three that i'm putting out came out start of this year yeah that was a good i remember we were playing it and one of the devs was in the chat that was great yeah, it's grand stuff. And it was good. You were good at it too, which it's always. I get worried if devs in the chat were bad at the game or we don't like the game because then I feel bad. You were good at it and you enjoyed it, which is a good combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, with another five dollars. Thank you so much. Speaking of vampire survivors, <clears throat> uh, there's a little indie called Hollow Cure that is 100% free and is an amazing game. Uh, I feel like I've heard, Will, I've read Will Hollow sent Cure. that to me. It's vampire survivors, but VTubers. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why does this not surprise me that Will's Will's all for this? <laughs> and then I uh, said to him, yeah, I've seen these because I have another list of just vampire survivor likes. Survivor is, likes? Okay, so scientists, uh, whenever they're trying to map out DNA and find like cures and stuff, it's difficult to test them on humans because we take so long to mature and go generation by generation. So they do, they use rats, they use viruses, that too, right? Because you can see those faster, right? You can, in in a week, you've gone through a hundred generations of viruses. Vampire Survivor, not to say that it is a virus, but it is so simple to make that they are just constantly cranking them out. It's funny to look at them and go, oh, this is like first generation, this is second generation, third, and that's, that's where it's getting really interesting. I don't know why, but the genre is just overtaking me in that way where I'm like, okay, what, what are you cranking out now? It's, it's, you, it's you're so seeing bizarre. the games that aren't inspired by vampire survivors, but inspired by the survivor likes and like yeah, this game yeah. hasn't been around for that long. So like 
it's almost like you're seeing something that usually takes a decade mm-hmm. in yeah. the span of a year. Exactly. It's, it's like going Assassin's Creed 1, Black Flags, and then Odyssey. And you're like, okay, yeah. these are like very distinct-ish. But Vampire Survivors, within one year, I've already gone like, okay, well. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't over the course of several generations. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I don't have to wait nearly as long. So it's kind of fun to watch in, in that speed. Uh, it has 11,000 overwhelmingly positive reviews. It is not a hidden gem. Damn. Tony Hawk's Project 8, though. How many reviews do you think Project 8 has on, on Steam? Steam? That can't have ever that released on, on Steam. Steam? Well, it would no. be on Game Pass, I think. If No, it's not anything. Yeah. It should be. Hopefully, I'm hoping when this Activision right, thing goes Yeah, because that is Activision, right? I think the problem is all the soundtracks. Like Those music licenses are probably like, it's for 10 years because video games won't exist in a decade. And then they do exist. So it's very hard. Oh wait, is this? Oh, so they've like combined. It's like a little Stardewy, but also the Vampire Survivor Core. That's interesting. Those don't feel like two audiences that go together, like the Cozy Core and the Vampire Core. I, don't know, I, think, I think Bullet Heaven is very cathartic because it, it's almost like a guaranteed power fantasy. Yeah, it's like yeah. one of those idle RPGs where you yeah. you like yeah. push it along and then you just watch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like it's like hearing a nice storm. Just like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Casey, what do you got? You got anything good? Uh, yeah, like the, my last review was for Immortals of Avium, and I, honestly, that was kind of what sparked this whole thing because, uh, yeah, we are jam packed with like just games that are wowing people left and right. Like I have, I don't like I work in the video game industry. I get access to a lot of games nowadays for free, but even before that. I almost never paid full price for a game. I would just wait. Like, I will play this when the price goes down. I've made at least three or four full price purchases this year because, like, there's stuff that I just needed to try. Yeah. And so, like, Immortals of Avium is a game that, like, it's really good. Like, uh, surprisingly so. It's, it's a EA original, Team Ascendant Studios. Like, they have, like, some pedigree uh, from a lot of other, like, big AAA shooters, but, you know, they've broken off. They've made their own thing. This feels like a big-budget uh, AAA experience, but, like, it's a brand-new IP. Um, it's it's not retreading, like, military first-person shooter. Like, they have, like, a really cool, interesting magic-based world that has uh, political intrigue. Uh, they somehow managed to wrangle, like, legit talent. Like, Gina Torres is in it. Um Darren uh, Barnett, who is uh, he's one of the he's like the main love interest in uh, the Netflix series uh, Never Have I Ever. So I personally love oh, yeah. him a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, I really yeah. like that, that actor. Um, so I, I was personally offended when I saw some other reviews saying that he was annoying. He's not. He's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but like it tells a really, really good story. Like the, the in-game characters, um, even if they do maybe have here and there, they have like maybe a quip that's red and just that really annoying hokiness in terms of like quippiness, like that Marvel as quippiness. Um, for the most part, like they are they are interesting to listen to, like they have depth and like the story they tell is really interesting. And I really grew to like the whole cast and like stuff happens in that uh, story that like makes me worry about them or makes me think like, oh, this relationship is strained and like I want to see how things play out. And like it, it's a super dynamic story. So like. Um, it's like it's really high quality it even it's intro even uh mimics the stylings of like uh 
like your HBO original series that's like a fantasy set thing. Like you know how Game mm-hmm. of Thrones has like the the big matter of fact more so the Marvel Netflix that's series that's would kind that's of that's always that. have an intro that has like characters like spinning in slow motion and like yeah yeah they have a full on intro like that in this game and like it mm-hmm. looks dope like it looks so highly polished and produced that is very impressive. Um, and I just had a lot of fun. Like it's magic based shooting. It's fun. It does feel a little like uh, Doom in that you're jumping all over the place and you're like using a ton of different abilities, just lights and colors and stuff flashing all over the place. Um, one gripe is that um, you have a, you have access to a lot of different magic. Um, like you you use three colors, uh, which is they and those three colors kind of act as different weapon types. So you switch between those three, but you also have mapped to like shoulder buttons um like special spells so like you'll have if i hold down the trigger or if i hold down the the bumper then like uh each face button will do like a different spell which is on a cooldown and then if i press the d-pad i'll swap between a secondary thing on my left trigger that has particular effects on enemies or the environment or whatever so all that stuff is at your fingertips like you don't have to really go in a menu or swap much of anything and like that's good because like you just have access to all your stuff but on the other hand, so much is happening and that there's so much that you can do on the controller that you do kind of like drop the ball. Like you'll forget where's my where's my whip thingy? Where's my freaking laser beam? Like it, yeah, like a smidge overwhelming. Yeah, it gets a little like there could have been a better way, I think, to make everything fit than they, they so chose. But <laughs> throw a healing potions fireball in my face. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, it's it's like, like, jam packed. Uh, yeah, uh, timing. This one is definitely seems like a victim of timing. Yeah, and like, the I fact that like no one is talking about it. price, it's <laughs> yes. seventy dollars, and that's the thing. I'm like, comfortable. Yeah. If if this was a known IP, no one like it, they'd be like, yes, this is one of the seventy dollars games. Like Spider Man is going to be seventy dollars, right? Like, Armored Core is going to be seventy dollars, yeah. right? Like those games probably won't be much longer than this to finish the story, but it's because this is brand new. Folks are like, it's not worth it yet. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I think. I don't think any game is worth $70 right now, sure. but if you're going to be in that tier, this game is in that tier, I would say. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's funny because it feels like we have a combination of, uh, people are always saying, I, uh, we want new IP. We don't want sequels. We want new IP. We want single player games. We want these shorties. Like I keep saying that I keep saying like, I want short, I want, a fucking 10 to 15 hour campaign. Well, I say I want to fight a 10, but realistically, I'll meet him in the middle. 10 to 15. That's fine. Sure. I want a new I, I, a new world. Like, I want a cool story. I want fun gameplay. I miss like just single player campaigns and stuff. Um, and uh, this feels like that. It just feels like it released in the shadow of giants of so many giants that are vying for our money and our time. Uh, and it's it's really hard. And it's cool because. EA Originals has been consistent with its quality. Yeah, like, they're on a bit of a mini roll, but like at the same time, they are games that are being overshadowed. Like uh in in well, I guess we were doing round robin, but like Wild Hearts was also this year, right? Or am I tripping? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that was, was this year. Long <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that that was, that was I think that was February, but yeah, that was this year. Oh, that and explains like, it. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's out card. and like it was good, but like it's forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's tough um yeah wild hearts is another great example of that i feel like a lot of the games you reviewed kcv uh, yeah it's like weird. The, like the sort of the the triple a indies or whatever it's, we it's, like, call it's them. almost as if the like because like it's everything is has inflated like in terms of price but then also i guess in terms of budget and scope so 
this seems to be the new bar for double A. Like folks are saying mm-hmm. like double A has disappeared, but it's like, well, no, double A just looks like triple A, but it's yeah. triple A without a major tale of previous games and franchises or major IP. Yeah. I think one of the problems with stuff like this too, and I keep saying, I said this with, well, I, I, I was wrong about Remnant. Remnant seems like it's pretty big and a lot of people are talking about it. It was mm-hmm. best selling game of July. So like Remnant is fine. It seems like a lot of people are talking about Remnant. Uh, Atlas Fallen though. Atlas Fallen and this feel like games where I keep saying to myself, that should have been on Game Pass. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not good. Like I shouldn't be like, I would only play you if you're free. That's shitty of me. Like I should put my money where my mouth is but and it, be like, I want these new single player IPs like but it's this. Because of I the should. overcrowding, like right, like that. How else would you get something that's just sitting alone on its own island of hey, buy me to get yeah. attention when you have friggin' Armored Core Six coming in a, in a couple of days and we just got off Baldur's Gate Three? Like there are games that just swallow <laughs> the news cycle and the public opinion whole, and like yeah. you, like the only way to like a lot of people I feel like are gonna actually play. Sea of Stars because it's going to launch on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Plus, right? Yeah, and it's just on everything. Yeah, it's just on just having access to it is a big, big deal for that game. Which in a year like this was absolutely going to get uh, steamrolled. Nobody was going to yeah. touch that game unless yeah, they had it's crazy. It. It's coming out like the same week as Armored Core and, and Starfield, right. like two of the biggest games of the year. Um, but I think because of that, like you said, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fine. I'm not going to bargo bust. <laughs> I'm not gonna bargo <laughs> bust at all. I would never bargo bust. Um, going from some of these, some of these big, very expensive games to uh, some incredible, very cheap games. Uh, I have played through Pseudo Regalia, which um, is absolutely delightful. Just came out um, earlier this summer. Uh, it is on Steam only. It was a one-man game that was a game jam game that turned into a full, pretty short, like three or four-hour thing. Uh, visually, it has uh, it is it is kind of modeled after the the, the PS One N sixty four generation, uh, but it's a game where you play as this character. You just wake up in a castle, and you have to fully explore this castle. And it it um, combines incredible Metroidvania esque growth of movement. So your character feels really good, and you as you're in the castle. It's kind of an open-ended castle, so it's like a Metroidvania where it's built in that you're able to skip areas if you're really good at the platforming. Uh, so like early on, yes. it's this triple wall kick, and so you could do three wall click wall kicks in a row before you fall down. And if you're really good at it and you find the right spots, you could totally bypass areas and then get late abilities from later on in the game and then come back and like demolish early areas. Um, it combines that sort of 3D like really great feeling platforming uh, with like interesting. I'm not like I'm gonna say souls like combat. It is not nearly as deep as any of the souls games, sure. but it is the like very much uh, use your use your dodge rolls, pay attention to what it's usually you're fighting one enemy at a time. And if you're fighting a boss, they have a lot of like tells a lot of heavy, heavy swings of the sword. Use it, learn that, get around behind them, get them to get a couple licks in, disappear. Um, it's it's very simple. It's also the game's very cheap. Um, highly recommend anyone with a PC. If any of that sounded cool, and if you just watched the trailer and it looks cool to you, check this game out. It has a really great atmosphere. It reminded me of uh, we played for Hidden Gems early this year. I think it was a week you were gone, Casey. I, I joined Jesse and he played uh, Lunacid. I believe it was called. That was the one that's kind of like okay. the Kingsfield like. Uh, it was like the like a first person right, thing. Yeah. So this game isn't first person. It has that kind of atmosphere though, where it's like a really 
dark, depressing atmosphere and you don't know what's going on in this place, but it fucking sucks and you want to leave. Um, but it's really cool. Oh. Your characters, your the one thing is your character is a furry. Um, uh, you, you when you say that your character is a furry, are they like, are they like sexy or are they just like anthropomorphic? Yes. Oh yes. dang. Okay. What remain? Yes, I'm looking at this and I'm like, not really. Uh, also, I think it's uh, a game, matter of taste. Uh, Chad, I'm putting I'm putting it in here. Uh, this is the link. The game is called Pseudo Regalia. The link is in the chat. It has a very funny thing where under accessibility options, you could put pants on your character. <laughs> 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 it's like one of, it's the only accessibility option in the game, and you could be like, "Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to think. I don't want to feel the way I'm feeling right now. Oh, so I'm gonna wow. put pants on this fox lady." Uh, it, but it's great. It is. It is. It is great. You also get it becomes less sexy as you move on because when you get new abilities you wear those abilities. So when you get the ability to do your wall kicks, you got you wear cool shin guards. And so no one's sexy in shin guards. No feet, no nothing. No one's no. sexy in shin guards. <laughs> like, well, take it to the bank. Show me one sexy person in shin guards. I'll call you a liar. There you go. Yeah, da- great David game to Beckham. play at work. Yeah. Beckham was pretty sexy in shin guards. That is true. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, pseudo regalia, highly recommended. Frost, what else do you got? Huge. All right. So, so we're talking about $5 bangers and I talked about vampire survivors. There's a game that's popping off right now, Halls of Torment, but well, it's because it's, it's it's sort of capturing the, the joys of the riffs in Diablo. I was just like, all right, I've got a character, a class, get all these abilities and vampire survivors likes in the, in that way. But I come bringing to you, Brotato, this is in that first generation second generation of vampire survivor likes where it is like the core is right there but it takes it to a different extreme where any other games that are copying these are either going to be taking from vampire survivors or brotato even though it came after vampire survivors i would almost even put them like they these were the first two because they're so different from one another and I think I still think Brotato is the most uh, even more fun than than Vampire Survivors because that one, like you said, turns into a bit of an idle game. This one, you never stop thinking, you never stop trying to game it. Uh, it it builds itself to to play out a bunch of fun runs because it can give you like twenty different types of characters. Like there's the luck character where you get a max luck stat, but you have like horrible on money. Or you can have the the fighter characters. You can only use melee. You can only use fists. You can only use melee weapons. You can only use guns. You can only build turrets. You can uh, have the speedster that he does more damage based on how fast you go. So it is just this constant sort of like vampire survivors, but it emphasizes on building builds. Mm-hmm. $5 right there. Overwhelmingly positive came out uh, full full release in June. Crazy. Crazy game. Love it. Can't beat those $5 games. I don't know if this is a hot take. I don't like that um, Binding of Isaac Meat Boy aesthetic. I don't know. Is that like Newgrounds <laughs> aesthetic? Like, what does that look? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's called Brotato, but it looks like an egg to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, like this, even just like this piece of art, which is like him in a fetal position. There's yeah. monsters around him and it looks, oh, it's literally Binding of Isaac. Oh, and it's fan art. All right, I'm going to shut the fuck up. I just don't, I think I just don't like Binding of Isaac. No, I, 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 I'm not a fan of that art style either. And, and all of the gross out, uh, there's no gross. It looks it. like I'm it, but it's not gross. It. Yeah. Or is this uh, other one? Oh, it's not gross. There's no like your. It's like you're not. A, there's no fetus. Fetuses. No, no, no fetuses. No, no, no. Yeah. Listen, fetuses have their place in uh, games. Just don't put it in if, my potato. If that throws you off again, this is with the whole 
because I, I know of too many of these. Yes. Soul Stalkers is exactly Brotato, but prettier and like paper cutout art. I'll put that in the chats. Boom. Soul Stalkers. Because yeah. like Soul now it, it basically goes, there's like four different games that are like Vampire Survivors, but different enough to be worth mentioning. And the others are just Vampire Survivors, but it's a penguin now, you know, Vampire yeah. Survivors. So everyone's got their own thing. Yeah. And there's a penguin. Someone made a game with a penguin. Yeah. Penguins are great. Like, are really, great. like no one ever has a bad story about a penguin. Like they're not like biting kids or like causing mischief or anything. They seem great. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's because they don't. They also don't like come around. I feel like maybe if they were like swarms of penguins in our town, then um, people might be more upset about them. Like if they're like pigeons, if it's like penguins ahead. are shitting all over your car. They haven't been given a chance yeah, to, to <laughs> yeah. be rowdy. We yeah. Don't know yeah. Like like canadian geese right what if they're more assholeish yeah what if the penguins are, are just all like geese that? canadian then because all geese i've met are assholes <laughs> maybe all know. geese are canadian but not all canadians are geese yeah checks out think about that thank you shanks five dollar dono supporting the cause thank you so much gankity just because i like the noises your face hole makes here's the equivalent of one beer on me between the three of you thank you whoever drinks third gets weird backwash just regular backwash. There's nothing weird about it, but it's just. I assume oh. we can't like dole it out. Hey, see, so you got a game. I feel. I feel like um, most of the games that I have reviewed, like I've gotten a little time to talk about them on previous shows, but like they fit this so well. Like absolutely. Like uh, we talked a little bit uh, previously about. Um, <laughs> I'm blanking on the name now. What is the sound? Alice game? Fallen. Alice Fallen. Alice Fallen. <laughs> Wanted Dead. <laughs> We need to talk more about it. Wanted Dead. That's what we need to do. Wanted Dead wasn't this year, was it? Yes, it was. Shit, that was this year. This has been a long year, and we're not at the end of it yet. All right, yeah, Wanted Dead does not count for this list, though. I'll I'll be honest. (laughs) Like, as much as I love that game, I don't think it's... Oh, I think it would have had the same level of infamy. No matter when it came came out at a time, it didn't have any shadows around it. (laughs) At all. (laughs) It made its own shadow. (laughs) <laughs> high um, noon middle of the day still but yeah like uh i guess i guess what i'll i'll bring up is uh hi-fi rush but again like this is this is the beginning of the year like we're near the end of the year mm-hmm. right like when hi-fi rush released it was early yes but if folks mm-hmm. were saying like hey this might be a game of the year contender <laughs> because like it was so it was so refreshing to be like a like a single player thing without all these microtransactions and blah blah blah, blah. like is that not also what Remnant was? Is that not also what Atlas Fallen was? Is that not also what Immortals of Avium is? Like the yeah. stuff that people are complaining and saying, like we want more of, and it's like stop with the big budget and the yeah, the but micro good games now. Yeah, if any of those aforementioned games would have released end of January on Game oh. Pass. I feel like they would have had similar love and fervor around them yeah, and i'm not saying people, one is what it got to play them yeah yeah, yeah like hi-fi rush is the only one of those that i've i've played and completed and really enjoyed um but like i feel like if a game like alice fallen or remnant or um or even immortals of avium would have been that game that's like a shadow drop on game pass that day we would have played it and been like oh shit this is great this is more this is what i want more of so yeah. that's kind of right time right place um unless you're right next to for spoken, Atomic Heart, Rock City, like yeah, yeah, yeah they all, all of those. really put its uh, this year really put its eggs right at the right in the right, right in the right beginning. The, the rotten eggs, yeah. not like the good Ooh. egg. Um, but Atlas Fallen, I mean, you've talked about it before, but this still seems like a game that like no one is talking about. Like this game was yeah, like it, kind of DOA. It's got flaws, like it has a really uh, bland story. Um, 
but like it's it's got really cool ideas like the combat in that game and its momentum system like is fun like the whole way through like mm-hmm. you get uh, a constant sense of uh improvement cuz you're like unlocking new and better abilities and whatnot um and like it it doesn't take a ton of time like you're able to finish it in like uh you know three or four sittings like a 20 hour game or whatnot like it's fun but like yeah, yeah. there's there's no space cuz there there's stuff that just steals the air out of the room like there's there's no space for it <laughs> Atlas Fallen to me feels like that was the kind of game that like back in the 90s when I used to rent games um on the weekends it would be like this was a great rental like this isn't the <laughs> game I don't want this to be the one game I get for Christmas but like this was a sick rental and I drank a bunch of Mountain Dew this weekend and I played the shit out of Atlas Fallen and I had a great time and Maybe I'll think about it more, but maybe I won't. Um, and it just doesn't. I don't know if we like we need. To, there needs. I wish there was like space to be carved out for those kinds of things anymore. But now there's just so much competing for your time and your money. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think that launched at forty nine ninety nine when it hit. So it was a little under that triple A. Yeah, price. yeah. Uh, and by now it's probably you know on sale somewhere for something. So that's the thing. A lot of these games, like if you wait till like black Friday or something, like I imagine Atlas fall and immortals of avian are going to have steep price drops. Like Forspoken had a really quick price drop, uh, wanted dead. You, there was actually like a opposite system where they would pay you to get it. Um, I made that up. That'd be cool though. Wait, How cool would it say be? that again. Would you buy a game <laughs> if they paid you? Would I buy it if they paid me? Sure. Depends <laughs> on the sense. game. <laughs> makes sense. Depends on you know what? Yeah, it does depend on the game. There's there certain games like, no, you're not gonna fool me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude who eats pianos gives a membership out to Gankity. Thank you so much. Nice, thank pianos. you. It's very, it's very kind of you. And then uh, John Blee said, "Has Dredge been brought up in the conversation?" Doesn't oh, feel yeah. like Dredge fits here because I feel like we've been talking a lot about it, right? If no one else, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't shut up about. It. I feel that like was, that was my springtime, like the whole spring. Rust Moss, well, Dredge mostly. Yeah, it feels like at least the the collective, the shit that we wouldn't shut up about in terms of indies. Uh, you had Rusted Moss, you had Dredge, we had Dave the Diver. Dave the Diver had a little moment at the beginning of the summer. And then uh, Pizza Tower at the beginning of the year. And Pizza those felt Tower like games that didn't get crazy overshadowed, um, that had a little room to breathe, that had mm-hmm. their moments, that had their love. Um all all great well i've only played three of the four i haven't played rusted moss but the other yeah, three. see like that i have, i feel rusted moss fits in there because it like we didn't have a review for it i was given one by the developer and i was Wait, like they, right. gave, they gave you the review they're like they just read g- this. yeah they gave me the review so we're gonna song. pay you to play <laughs> this game <laughs> they gave me the key that's what <laughs> that's it why when i said that you were like wait are you on to me <laughs> yeah, no, yeah he's found the no, murderer they put, they put the game on your radar the game wasn't on our radar yeah well, i was yeah. like oh this is interesting yeah it was i saw it on reddit like a year ago and they're like yeah I was they, like they found me in the comments yeah they said we mm-hmm. we were really excited by what you said here's a key for it i was like cool yeah, good ass games. Good um, game. the last I'm gonna I'm gonna go through my last my last few lightning round very quick. Uh, uh, a game I discovered only last night. It's called Orbo's Odyssey, a brand new 3D platformer. Now it goes against my rules because it is ugly. <laughs> it's a very ugly game. It is, an, it is an ugly game with ugly men, and I don't like the way these little men look. Uh, it is a a 3D platformer that moves so goddamn fast and the whole thing is you just fire your character off in the direction you're facing um but a combination of once that movement 
once you sort of wrap your head around that movement, and I'm going to be honest, I don't want to say this. Everyone cover your ears. This game might be better with a mouse and keyboard because you need to do a lot of. I wish this had gyro. I kept moving my Steam Deck, and I I don't know if Steam Deck even does that. And it's heavy, and my wrists start to hurt, <laughs> which that might be a me problem. <laughs> but look, uh, it, it feels like it needs a little bit of gyro to it. But I feel like with a mouse and keyboard, this might be good because it's like literally where you are looking, you jet your character off. Um, it has good, clever writing. You're this weird, just like a little dude who needs to build mechanical arms to open a door. That is your whole thing is you need to keep going to these little worlds to find more pieces to build a mechanical arm to open up just a regular ass door to like your boss's office. But you're like a little dude without any arms. So you need to build this thing. Um, The worlds feel weird, handcrafted, psychedelic dream worlds, kind of like Psychonauts. So this is like if like psychonauts uh, was like combined with like real hard drugs like the bad stuff the stuff you shouldn't even do for fun uh but <laughs> i was really digging it last night yeah, i'm, I'm looking digging. at this video this those are just vitamins no <laughs> this <laughs> just this looks wild it is wild it's five five uh five dollars and fifty cents uh came out oh august 20th oh i'm i'm fucking first at the table here damn um yeah it's good stuff it's good stuff yeah. um put, put so i we'll do a hidden gem <laughs> Oh, absolutely! Get, you got to jam this up. You got to jam Real up the, the furry, furry Star Fox game. What else we got to jam up? Super uh, Regalia. No, I still wanted to do the the not Sonic game. What oh, Spark, Spark, Spark Three, uh, whatever it's called. <laughs> Sparky's Revenge. Uh, then uh, uh, Handshake. Have you guys heard about Handshake? It's free. No. Handshake. Did you just um, shake a man's hand? It's uh, literally about shaking a man's hand. Um, so like Handshake. The one on the plane? Handshake and Pineapple on Pizza are my two free games of the year. Um, so Pineapple on Pizza is still free goatee. Handshake, free puzzle game. You play, it is one of those uh, dual stick puzzle games. So you got each stick controls one of the hands. And so each puzzle, it's these little bite-sized puzzles where you play these two uh, yellow men who got extendy arms and you got to get them to be able to go through the maze to hold hands to do a handshake. Right. But each one can only move a certain number of squares. So maybe right. left dude can only move seven squares and right dude can only move two. But then you start getting these little little puzzles and you're like, oh, I got to use right hand to hold the switch down so left hand can get through. But if right hand lets go of the switch, left hand gets chopped off. Uh-oh. But you can use severed left hand and move it onto the switch and then it will hold it because left hand regrows its hand like a, like a lizard or a salamander. And it's great. And it's great. And every time you solve a puzzle, little confetti comes. <laughs> so it feels nice. Like, I feel like you need, it's like uh, affirmations. Is this stuff being you know, like uh, pitched to you? Like, is Steam recommending I, these I games? To you? Like, yeah. I do not know where handshakes came from. No. I think sometimes I wake up and I have a bunch of stuff downloaded on my Steam Deck and I don't know how it happened. I probably I have, I have, I know how it happened. I'm just not going to talk about how it happened. Uh, but. but <laughs> like you can sell me so ominous. Handshakes, handshakes, and pineapple on pizza sold me on their names. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, I'll see what's right. yeah. They sold me on their names and they sold me on free. And I was like, yeah. Fair I don't know. How yeah. did you get yeah, really. that? Like uh, before, I did the demos. I used to do free to play games, but they just were mostly garbage. So how did you come across this? I I literally do not know. It was on my Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> loaded up. It deck, might be haunted. It? Yeah, it's tied to <laughs> it might God. be haunted. Mason Junior said Marty needs triple A. I think that's you. I think you had one too many A's. Triple no. <laughs> A is for like if that's your car breaks down, a, ma- a metal coming, <laughs> <laughs> metal coming, fix it. Uh, check out, check out handshakes if you like little little puzzles. 
everyone loves little puzzles. And then the last one, and I'm never going to recommend any games ever again, uh, is um, I've talked about this game a lot, and this is like sort of a big game, but it was uh, Fiat Rhythm Final Bar Line. That's mm-hmm. the Final Fantasy Rhythm game. Came out earlier this year. This one is sort of the culmination. It is play through every single Final Fantasy game, and, and the DLC is like just a shit ton of Square RPGs. Play through the their campaigns via music. Um, I loved it when it came out. But now that I'm doing my my Final Fantasy replay, I've been finishing a Final Fantasy game and then replaying its Theat Rhythm campaign, and I'm appreciating it even more. It's just fucking delightful. Mm. What a delightful game. If you don't like Final Fantasy, just don't touch it. It's not for you. If <laughs> if you <laughs> like <right>. Final Fantasy, <laughs> Theat Rhythm Final Bar Line is so good. What if you just I, like just, Final Fantasy music, though? I think it works. What if it's never <laughs> it's played really Final Fantasy? Uh you would be like, who, who are these men? Why am I tapping this button? I think uh, I'll ask John. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, um, and I just think there's like very few other franchises where a game like this, like their soundtracks are so good throughout history that um, like that they could uh, uh, sort of sustain this. Like I think a Zelda or a Mario could, but Nintendo's not going to do that because they don't give a shit. Mm. You heard it here first, folks. Nintendo doesn't give a shit. Yeah. All right, I'm done. What about I you guys? There you go. I got. Uh, yeah, I think I'm done too. I got my weirdo. All right, because I gave you the two. I give you my weirdo. It's called Your Only Move Is Hustle. This is the thinking man's fighting game. It is turn based. You decide what. It's two people fighting. Each turn, you decide what move you're gonna do, and the level of like the depth in this is nonsense. It is madness. If you know frame data, if you know the analog stick DPI garbage nonsense or whatever, and then the most joyous thing as you are fighting each other, beating each other's asses frame by frame, turn by turn, is in the end you get to see it all play out in real time, and then you're like, dang, that looked a lot cooler. One I one. had this idea for a game years oh, ago. This exact idea. I, <laughs> I put it in a notepad <laughs> Of a turn-based, <laughs> what's well, yours? A, a turn-based two-player fighting game where you select the moves and then plays out in on a, there's a timeline that basically maps oh. you know when things are going to happen so you can react to the other side and whatnot and then you get to see the fight in real time at the end. I had that idea. I need to play this game. <laughs> yep, and it does that. It, it'll do like uh, so. What it ends up doing is like. Um, you just say you're gonna throw out an uppercut and it'll show or you can click on it before you confirm it and it'll show like okay this is the angle you're gonna take this is how it's gonna go and if it's uh-huh. gonna make contact with somebody or whatever but that that's assuming if you make through all the frames like if if they don't do anything at frame four this will make contact but there's based on you know frame data and all that stuff can change moves midair you can do whatever and it is absolutely bonkers it's it's definitely one of those hey you want to play a quick game a quick game no a quick game turns into like a 30 minute affair you only kicked each other's ass twice like all right but no this this, is this is bonkers insane and they watching this trailer did they put it in in stickman animation yeah (laughs) it It looks like it looks like on the hog but if you broke every frame of Nidhogg down and you had like one of those like NFL like color commentators who like draw on the screen and they like draw what happens in the play. But if you did that for an entire Nidhogg match in real time backwards, so it's like Nidhogg and Tenet, looks great. This looks uh, amazing. This it's overwhelming at the start because it's there's no tutorial. But I have I have friends who are very interested in fighting games the one who is obsessed with frame data and i think it's the smash player actually he's the one that's the best one at this by far he will send your ass into the wall and just end you in one in one go like good god 
folks, uh, folks in the chat are talking about super hot. I get a little bit of that. And then also, um, have you guys heard of this game Stop Dead that's coming out? It just got a release date. Um, I think it's coming out. Uh, when did it get its release date? Uh, how am I back at Orb's Odyssey? What happened? <laughs> it's, it's following you. That's how the game finds you. They back. just show up. Right, on egg man. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out uh, October 5th. It has a demo. Uh, Jesse actually played the demo and wrote a little bit up um, earlier this year for Steam Next Fest. It is. It looks like um, like hyper violent Mirror's Edge, but the whole thing is if your character stops moving, you just automatically die. Like I don't know what the conceit is, but you die. So you need to constantly be moving, but you're just constantly like picking shit up in the environment and throwing it at characters. And you had this like psychic ability to like hold a gun via like psychic webs and stuff. So um, just your hand. Yes. Yeah, I don't psychic, know why you have psychic, psychic webs. webs. Yeah. Psychic <laughs> webs. You know, like psychic, psychic webs. That made sense. Everyone knows what yeah. psychic Does webs it? are. Yeah. It's sure. Yeah. It's like webs. Like, but it's not like real webs. It's psychic right. webs. Like a little puppet yeah. master thing. So like uh, right. that demon slayer, that first major boss of demon slayer had psychic webs. I thought sure. he had Can you call webs. people? He was, he was like a spider demon, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but like regular webs, you could just be like, oh, get out of here. Uh, so it's a speed-like. Yeah. It is a speed-like. Someone I know describes these games, instead of shoot-em-ups, it's fuck-em-ups. It's games where you just never stop. Like mm-hmm. like Hotline Miami, Angerfoot. Uh, like even Bloodborne has sort of like, you need to be aggressive in this game. It's like a fuck-em-up. You need to just right. like constantly be pushing forward. Huh. Um, yeah, so stop dead. Demo. That wasn't really a recommendation because I haven't played it. I just saw the trailer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably. Nick, uh, Nick is, says a game that we should know. definitely do on Hidden Gems, Whisker Squadron Survivor. You know what that what? game is, Casey? No. The Star Fox game I recommended last night. Oh. We have a new account. We can. It's early access. Casey has a vehement, is vehemently anti-early access. No, I just didn't know that that was a thing that we did for Hidden Gems. But I'm fine. Are there rules? I don't know. I... There's no laws when there's claws. Like, look, don't tell me there's no rules, because then you start getting some shit. Yeah, you want to let Oh my god, get weirder. I already said we greenlit Tony Hawk's Project Eight. <laughs> yeah, no, we find it. <laughs> you wouldn't let him have the OG Tomb Raider. I wouldn't. No, Je- Jesse did yeah. that, and yeah, there was some. Jesse do a whole stream. Yeah. What by who? Well, I don't know. I don't know who said no, but we did it. Push him back. <laughs> you can push back. Do push back back. Push him back. <laughs> do double push back. Just keep pushing. Um, Fair enough. Oh. Yeah, whiskey. Uh, whiskey Squadron Survivor uh, uh, indie game made in Madison, Wisconsin. By the way. Oh wow! Shout out to shout out to here. Um, you know who else is in Madison, Wisconsin? The big the big three of video games is Whisker Squadron, me, and uh, Donkey. Donkeys in Jackson, Milwaukee. Donkeys in my city. I'm gonna go go to him and tell him that I like Sonic now, and so you can stop being mean to me. Was it Murphy's Pizza? God, Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's Pizza. I don't know if you guys understand this because I'm from the East Coast and I've never seen this in my life. Have you seen a Papa Murphy's, Casey? No. All right, let me explain to you guys real quick because this is foreign to everybody else, right? Imagine a pizza chain. You show up and they give you a frozen pizza. But, well, I guess it's not frozen. And then you take that home and you cook it at your own place. This is a man who, growing up, said, I want to make pizzas, but I don't have an oven. And that didn't stop him. He had a dream. Papa it Murphy's is, is weird. Papa Murphy's is And it's so a Midwestern thing. You show up, so they give you the thing, and you cook it at home. It's, like, barely cheaper 
than getting an actual pizza. <laughs> and so, and you go there you and then you just get like a raw ass pizza or like a slightly <laughs> cooked a raw pizza. pizza. There you go. And then yeah. you got to take it to your home and cook. And I'm like, why don't I just get a frozen pizza? It's cheaper. And it's like, I don't know. It's very strange. I do. It's I, on it's, the West Coast too. Yeah, I'd never seen it on the East Coast. I've been all over the East Coast. I've never seen yeah, a pop. The East Coast is covered in pizza ovens. So that's, that's blasphemous behavior. Covered in pizza <laughs> ovens. Uh, it is so weird. Uh, also, shout out to Good Blood in the chat. Uh, morning, Good Blood. Good Blood's hey, in Australia. That's up? why it's morning. You're allowed that's to say Good Blood. Uh, and Good Blood, uh, as we mentioned before, uh, members can watch the incredible Metal Gear Legends video. John Blood already watched it. John Blood likes it, uh, and everyone will be able to watch it soon. It's no very spoilers. good. Also, I'm gonna watch it. Good Blood edited um, the the Blue Dragon uh, Lost in Time video. Everyone should check out. Great little video. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I already I had watched that. that. That was great. It was great. It was wonderful. Uh, did you have any more games? Did anyone have anything else? Does anyone else want to talk about? Can we just leave? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're, it's, it's getting close to 830. Uh, we still have uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed Black Flag coming up next. Oh, Java didn't. Parks did bit Lost in Time. Yeah, I'm like, what I are feel- you on about, man? All our editors are one person. They're all Jesse to me. Everyone's a Jesse now. We have too many. Jesse Schwab yeah, or Jesse, Jesse Galita? Jesse's we have so over. many Jesses. We, 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 we have, have so many Jesses and we have Jesses and it's, oh my God. Yeah. What are we doing? Overwhelmed. We're doing. Can you, is it like illegal to stop hiring people with a name? <laughs> because there's too many. I don't know. But what if your company was just all named the same person? How <laughs> would that be too all, many? All of them were named Papa Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> better ingredients, better pizzas. Papa Murphy's. Papa that's not Murphy. even. That's the wrong company. No. Um, wait, did you guys have anything else? Uh, no. Anybody... I'm, as far as like in the yeah. shadows of all, mm-hmm. all this stuff right now, no, not necessarily. No, I think they're yeah. getting they're getting the attention. Like, do I have to be the one to say, "Yo, Blasphemous Two is all right"? If you like your Metroidvanias, just give it yeah. a go. Yeah, you'll, you'll see it next week. Yahtzee will show it off. Were people mad at you about that review? On guard. Well, yeah. Tell them, send them my way. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. Fuck yeah, off. Them. Fight them. Oh, absolutely. Fight. I'll push back. <laughs> Yeah, just check out like my last five three of Mars. Those are all games that have been flying under the radar that were probably pretty good. I've had a good run. Give, give uh, yeah, we gotta give we gotta give Casey a game that everyone's played. Big game of the year, Casey's Casey. You're on Starfield. Oh, what what if I did Armored Core? Are, are we doing that? No. There you go. No, I don't know. Probably not because we're not giving. I don't yeah, even we didn't get review codes. So it's probably gonna take a while. <laughs> It'll be like no. super. Guys, late. November first. Here's your armored core review. <laughs> yeah, f that. I kind of want to enjoy that game, so f that. Uh, I'm really excited about that game because it just sounds like the reviews came out. It just sounds yeah, like I it's like wait. armored core. I it's very mean. Wait. Yeah. Big old bosses. Hell yeah. Um, what do you what do you guys have going on, Frost? What do you what do you got going on? What do you got cooking in cooking in the Papa Murphy's pizza? <laughs> Papa Murphy's pizza ovens. Uh, new stuff of legends. Almost at 100k. Almost at 100k. Nice. Both Congrats. of them. Uh, the, the Eve and the I haven't uh, Civ Two. Yeah, the Civ Two one Civ and two. the Eve yeah. one. They're both like racing to 100k right now. So, yeah. uh, depending on which one gets there, that'll be the follow up. Probably not. No, these we're, these are done ahead of time. So, so yeah. I where am I? The next one after that? Are we? I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about my own show. I don't talk about anything because I'm like, is that an embargo? Is it not? I better, I better not say anything. Uh. But yeah, I say, I go, say do it. You think, I think so. embargo on your own show? On my own? Yeah, I don't know if we're spoiling or what. The, the one afterwards, want. after Civ 2. So a nice, juicy banger already in the early access. Is it? Wait, no, we just finished a take. See, I don't even know where we're at. <laughs> 
You can say what it is. All right, yeah, it's Carmageddon 2, the most, probably, it's not official or anything, there's no scale, probably the most cursed game development I've ever heard of. I'm like, I'm amazed that this game was actually created. It is wacky. The, the British authorities were called in during the development. They, really, they thought a man I was vague, being murdered. I vaguely remember this story. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. What is, yeah, the vibes are immaculate. As the editor, I do the writing, I do the voices, but the editors have been top notch on this one. That that'll be Jay, and that'll be our Jesse Schwab. They yeah. do phenomenal. I I'm a huge fan of how the Civ Two one went because I went in and I was like, it's these chunks here, but make me Rod Sterling. I want this to be the Twilight Zone one, 100. Very ominous, very weird, and I, it was ominous. It was very weird. I loved it. So good. There's yeah, good. and then as far as like streams go. I don't know what's happening. Friday, Saturday, Will and I are going to be doing uh, Moving Out 2. Hell yeah, brother. We're just being stereotypical Hispanics out here. The Hispaniards <laughs> are moving your furniture after we just got done cooking. It's good old times. Good old times. Absolutely. Were you Job able one, to get a code Job through, two. Amy? Uh, I, my friends wanted to play it anyway, so I was like, all right, I got it. And Will has it on. What are you doing? She literally works at that studio. If you ask her, she'll probably send you a bunch of codes. She's like, here, have more. What am I? You can only put a code in once. Well, I need more. <laughs> yeah, she'll send you several. You know, you could just like make Steam codes. Not if you didn't work on the game. Yeah, yeah I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I'm paying for games. Yeah, I got this. I got a thing. Like, it's like a little counter. It's like a three D printer, but just print Steam codes. That's how you're running into these weird games of yours. I do not know. Like, legitimately, I don't know where handshakes came from. It was on my Steam Deck, and like, I'm. I probably it was just probably in a mass. Like, it no, it wasn't actually like. Oh, I don't know. I woke up in the morning. Like, I just like fucking go on like a tear while I'll look through demos, weird new things. Right, like, right. I'll just start adding a bunch of shit and I don't get to it for like months. And handshakes was the thing I didn't get to for months. Whereas See, like pseudo regalia, I saw a little video yeah. of on Twitter and I was like, I'm going to buy this right now. See, mm. I, I feel like every now and again, maybe I'm crazy. Steam just rams a free to play game into your library. Cause I, I, I do go through mine and go, all right, no, 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 no. Yes. No. And I'm like, where the hell did this come from? I used to, like that U2 like, album that was like on everyone's phone. Yeah. That U2 <laughs> album. It's, it's like a different one every now and again. And it's always a free to play game. And that's why it sticks out to me. Cause I'm trying to, I try to remove games that I have no intention of actually like playing or doing anything with. And I'm like, I can't get rid of you cause you're free to play. How did yeah. you end up here to begin with? I don't know. Just Steam thing. You visit yeah. the store page once, and that's how they got you. Apparently, or mine's haunted too. Yours could be all. Your yours also could be haunted. Uh, Casey, what do you have going on? Uh, you know stuff. Uh, Immortals of Avium review uh, just dropped. Check that out. Yep. <clears throat> um, uh, I should have another review coming up fairly soon. For uh, I don't know if I can say it's not that big a game. You can say anyone can say whatever they want. <laughs> right now, we can break all the embargoes. Apparently, they just talk about Starfield left, right, and center. You can yeah, say no. what you're reviewing. Yeah, try and five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm working on that right now. Oh, um, that was the one we couldn't talk about. Yeah, no. well, <laughs> well, there you go. But it'll probably be forgotten as well. And, and, and this will see <laughs> other big-ass releases. But um, outside of that, um, uh, check back here in like a half hour or so. Jesse and I will be continuing Assassin's Creed. Marty and I will be continuing Portal 2 tomorrow. Um, yes. Uh, I should be around for game night if we have one because those have been few and far between. I feel like uh, last week or so. Um, and a new episode of the Sigma Show uh, on my personal Twitch uh, at Sigma Gears Nine, episode one twelve. Peaches and cream. If you know, you know. <laughs> Just check it out. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, That's pretty much that it. That is really good. 
uh excellent uh then uh yeah check out all the all the streams uh we mentioned yesterday uh tomorrow uh nick will be back with more uncharted i assume at noon uh that will be the last thursday slot for nick's throwback uncharted streams because next week those starting next week those are gonna be moving to friday because thursdays at noon central is the new slot for jesse playing zelda for the first time it's happening it's starting next week on the 31st i believe it's thursday the 31st at noon central so a a european friendly time Uh, i'm going to be joining jesse for all of them and we're going to have sort of rotating third seats on a lot of them and for the first one uh your friend and ours jack packard is gonna be joining us hey so there you go um uh so yeah do that tune in for that uh and then uh, on the video front uh check out darren mooney in the frame is back darren the the delightful darren mooney um in the frame on ahsoka uh episodes one and two and how it's he calls it good clean star wars that's what he refers to it as it's good clean star wars it doesn't doesn't try to reinvent the wheel it's just nice nice sort of middle of the ground star wars which you know what sometimes that's all we need uh, also, by Darren's book. Darren never talks about his book. I bought his X-Files book. Fucking Kumail Nanjiani is out here right in the forward saying tons of nice stuff about Darren. And Darren never talks Darren about Darren knows it. Kumail Nanjiani? I yes. found about this live on a fucking podcast I last was there. <laughs> Darren just drops, oh yeah, I wrote a book on it. I bought it live during it. It came all the way from Ireland in like a day, and I don't know how that happened. I wasn't it's in Ireland. It was probably in like a warehouse in like <laughs> Milwaukee or something. Camille Mangiani, I read this out on my stream last night. There, there's two humans on this earth that I absolutely adore. It's Darren Mooney and Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> first, oh, the, the, the first paragraph of the forward is Kumail talking about how important the X-Files is, favorite show of all time, and how every episode deserves a deep dive. Paragraph two, this is where Darren Mooney comes in. <laughs> and it fucking ends with get it, watching the episodes gets me excited. Only second to as excited as I am reading Darren afterwards. God damn. Johnny. He's an eternal. Yeah. I forgot which yeah. one he was, but he was, he was one a, of them. I forgot which one. He was <laughs> in uh, Big Bang Theory. He's Kingo. He's Kingo. Uh, he's also Phasma. Kumail is time. not in the Big Bang Theory. Kumail is not. He wait, better not be. He was not. No. No. Kumail is on uh, Silicon Valley. That's the one. Yeah, well, that's the point. good show about nerds as opposed to the bad show about nerds. Uh, shout Kumail, out to young Sheldon. Kumail oh, is a. Uh, Prismo and Adventure Time and Adventure Time's coming back with Fiona oh. Cake. I forgot I wanted to talk about that at some point today. That that there's going to be new Adventure Time. That's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. so I'm so excited. My timeline has been filled with just really sad scenes from original Adventure Time because that show was very sad. I used to when I was obsessed with Adventure Time. There's uh, 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 Jake randomly says I love you, Prismo, in one episode. Like Prismo does something and Jake's just like, love you, Prismo. And that's just something I would say for like a year straight. <laughs> like anyone who would do anything nice to me, I'd be like, I love you, Prismo. Be like, what is that? So, love you, Prismo. Prismo's great. Um, yeah. So check that out. Tune back in 20 minutes. Uh, Casey and Jesse playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, for uh, Casey and Frost, this was Marty. This was Breakout episode 99.9. Uh, thank you all so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for your donations and your memberships. It means a lot to us. Uh, and we'll see you back here in 20 minutes. Bye, everyone. Bye.